Hi there, this is Erin Nicole, and you're listening to the Move Happy Movement podcast. On this show, I interview people from all around the world, top leaders that have influenced nations, that have influenced business, that have influenced families, and that have influenced me and helped shape me into the woman I am today. Maybe you're going through a tough season, or maybe you have diagnosed depression and you go through certain bouts of really struggling to get out of bed, struggling to find your purpose in this world, my hope and my mission is to empower you to live a life that you enjoy, that really adds value to others, regardless of your circumstances, that I could help empower you through the stories that you hear from these conversations. My next guest is a very special person in my life and I'm so grateful she took time out of her day to share some some key golden nuggets for you. You're not going to want to miss this episode. She believes it's her last few days here on earth and that's what people have told her but only God knows what her timeline is and I do believe in the power of his healing and it's completely in God's control. If she's going to beat this one more battle. She's been fighting this battle for a long, long time to cancer. And I want you guys to know, uh, you know, Les Brown often talks about the feared word in seven different languages. The most feared word is cancer. But our God is greater than our circumstances. And I do believe in his healing. So I hope that perhaps this does not bring healing to her specifically. Perhaps the purpose of this interview is to bring healing to you. And I hope that that does that for you. So have a listen. And if you stay all the way to the end, you'll hear about uh, my uh, listening room experience competition for those that are regularly listening to the show. Check it out. All right, I am really honored to have our next guest on the Move Happy Movement podcast. Um, This is someone that I have known for quite a long time. Um, She has really poured time and energy and love into my family personally um, when we met through direct sales. And um, I want you guys to hear from her. So thank you so much, Brenda Murphy, for taking the time today. Hi. Thank you, Erin. Absolutely. appreciate uh, you taking the time out uh, to get some words out. Absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. For those that you know don't know um, your background and whatnot, uh, you're currently going through a challenging season. We'll we'll dive a little bit deeper into that, but let's let's talk beginnings. What was Brenda Murphy like as a little girl? <laughs> um, always uh, uh, never never had the time to sit still. Yeah, if you're sitting still, you were wasting time. <laughs> kind of like that, yeah. <laughs> and so. With that, it's uh, it's been uh, it's uh, it, it was a wonderful childhood in a lot of respects, and mm-hmm. some of the moods you can look at it, it wasn't so great. But mm-hmm. I never paid attention to the negative part of it. I was always striving to have fun, yeah, and uh, have fun with my friends, and and probably you know maybe 
maybe too much fun. <laughs> school, school came second. And it was just a means for all of us to meet up. Yes. And have fun, you know? Absolutely. So, uh, I could have got a few better grades if I would have maybe opened the book occasionally. <laughs> I'm, I'm kind of a visual learner, so I like to learn from from experiences. You know? Yeah, I'm the same way. <laughs> yeah. So... With that, I went through, you know, grade school, uh, junior high, and, and uh, probably, you know, pretty decent. I was always taller than all the other girls, and so oh. you know, that respect for that because I was always quite a bit taller. Mm-hmm. Then in high school, played sports and did very well, and and uh, showed my animals and horses and cows and sheep and. I did very little on that and went off into Washington State University mm-hmm. uh, and uh, rodeoed and and uh, oh. showed animals and, and really had a great time with animals. So my whole life has been involved with animals. I love that. I didn't know that about you. Lots of dogs. So cool. That is so yeah. neat. Yeah, I remember visiting you and your horses and whatnot. Um, but I didn't. I didn't know that you went to school for that. That's so neat. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. And so uh, went off, uh, really stayed uh, in the animal aspect of it for my whole life until this last summer. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, always had animals as much as, I think I had over, well, I had over a hundred head of cattle at one point. Wow. <laughs> man, three different ranches and, and then worked full time. And I quite, I don't know how I did all that, but I yeah. Did. That's and, amazing. Uh, uh, ended my uh, postal service career with 29 years in uh, 19, or, excuse me, 2013. Mm-hmm. Entire January 31st, 2014, and uh, was had great career at the postal service. Yeah, uh, lots of opportunities. If you always stayed on the positive side, mm-hmm. uh, you always had opportunities. And uh, if you didn't, then you didn't have opportunities. So yeah. I don't know where you needed to be in order to have opportunities, not using any uh, race, creed, color, or, you know, sexual orientation. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You stay on the positive side of it. People always love you. Yeah. Because, you know, life can bring you down. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't matter who you are. That's right. You know, stay positive and uh, stay away from the negativity or turn the negativity around. I love that. And, I love uh, that. And uh, people will see that you stay strong. Absolutely. You know, convictions. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sometimes I'll follow you that way too. Yeah. And we met like the next year after you retired. And I remembered hearing your story of retiring. You were the postmaster, weren't you? Like you were the yeah, head I'm honcho. Sure. Well, I'm in the United States. In uh in the Puyallup area, was it? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, just big, big, had over 125 employees and, and uh, uh, a lot of responsibility. Yeah. There was two offices and it was pretty much crazy. Mm-hmm. I should have made a million dollars a year for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, you know, the government. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> for all those USPS workers out there. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, so then retired uh, January 31st, 2014, and mm-hmm. was in uh, 
network marketing company. Yeah. When I did that. And I uh, just saw the vision. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then uh, October 2014, October 7th, I was diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer. I thought, well, <clears throat> I haven't been sick my whole life. Why would this happen? Yeah. You know, so wipe the carpet that gets pulled out from underneath you. Yeah. You know, and they're pretty steadfast and getting you through their processes and so, which I always fight conventional things anyway, because mm-hmm. that's, you know, I never do the norm, always question the norm. Yes. And question the norm because there's some reason why everybody's following the norm. <laughs> <laughs> so question it. And if it's the right thing for you, you do it. But don't yeah. just automatically do it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, don't be a sheep, you know, use your God given brains to figure mm-hmm. out that's for you or for your family. Yeah. It, it, you might, it may not be. Yeah. That was what really stood out to me about you. Like you were always holistic about things, but not only that, like you taught and broke it down in your Facebook group and it was really informational, you know, it was helpful too. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Absolutely. Do you feel that that has helped you hold on for as long as you have and keep fighting? Um, which, which thing has helped me? Um, just the holistic, um, uh, practice and. Yeah, 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 definitely. And, uh, you know, and stay in that line and, and just, uh, you know, do what I felt that was right for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I've done that and, uh, been very well all the way up till, oh my gosh, very, very well with no complications, no side effects. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, full-blown treatment, you know, um, 30, 40 hours a week and still playing, you know, upper-level tennis. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> I love those words. And, uh, and so all the way up to last March when a medical error, conventional medical error, mm. uh, you know, brought me down. Mm. So with that, I've had to navigate through that, the journey of, of actual, um, not really resigning myself to heaven, but just saying heaven's okay. Yeah. You know, heaven will be fine. Yeah. And, um, and seeing that, uh, you know, we're here in this planet for a very, very short amount of time. Yeah. We think it's a long time, but it is very short. Yeah. And, uh, you know, which footprints you left with, what are the trails you've left, you know, because those are what people are going to follow. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, as that comes closer to that time, you know, you start really just paying attention to a lot of things about people and trying to, mm. trying to really help them with their journeys. Yeah. You know, you feel like yours is, you haven't given up, but yours is coming to an end mm-hmm. here on this planet. And so, um, which, you know, uh, everybody has their visions and their opinions of heaven, but it, I see it as a time that I won't have any pain. So absolutely, that. <laughs> absolutely, you will be pain free. Yeah, and I've endured quite a bit of pain for the last seven months, mm. and uh, what some people would say unbearable, and to me it's unbearable. Um, and so, um, you know, just gone to the depths trying to figure out how to fight this. Yeah, and and then how to fight this pain. And I'm always up for uh, last-minute miracles. 
but I'm also up to, um, you know, just falling asleep, you know, and, and letting God take over. Yeah. And because God, God's really in control anyway. Absolutely. So. Absolutely. And he's just going to do what he's going to do. Uh, he keeps telling me every day that I wake up, my mission isn't accomplished yet. Yes. And I lay there and go, well, if you wake me up, I better get up then. That's right. <laughs> I believe that is true as well. I absolutely believe that that is true. God wakes you up. Get up. Yes. He's got a plan for you. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and it's not you laying in bed and looking out the window. Yeah. You know, it's you connecting to people. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, even in where I'm at right now is, uh, uh, you know, still connecting with people. Mm-hmm. We have so many means of doing that now. So many means of doing it. Yeah. You know, of really helping people and helping people through their struggles. And, uh, you know, I, I saw it. I saw the vision of getting through this and going around the United States speaking on my journey. And I think uh, now I see that uh, my voice will be carried. Yes, it will. Anyway. Yes, it will. Those are the things that, that you stay strong about. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you speaking on stages. Yeah. I could see you doing and, that. And you, uh, you know, you know your family members who are up there and your favorite dog <laughs> who's <laughs> up there mm. who's like running through the fields waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, uh, you know, I've had a beautiful life, uh, some say, and and then, uh, you know, I look at both sides and say I've had a real hard, struggling life mm-hmm. because moves wanting to break through barriers yeah. that, uh, that, you know, that were set mm. for me, for overachievers. Let's talk about that. Let's dive yeah. deeper into that. And so that's, uh, well, ask some questions. <laughs> so... When when were when did you first realize that you were stretching the boundaries and overcoming these barriers? I uh, started to realize it uh, like eighth and ninth grade. Hmm. Okay. Uh, because I saw the boys being able to play basketball and track and and uh, sports that I wanted to play. Yeah. And uh, I didn't understand why they were out able to play all this mm-hmm. and I will so right there I said well there's something wrong with this already yeah so when I went to high school you know I made sure that I was going to play and I was going to be you know um I was going to stand out mm-hmm. and excellent excellent so that people would keep choosing me you know yeah and I played on a lot of a lot of teams that I was the only female Really? You know, way back in the early 70s. Okay. So pre-Title IX, I believe. Yeah. I came through right in, right in Title IX. Wow. So, you know, and so I was in that era where you were just chastised. Mm. You, you know, and there was a lot of women in that era. A lot of women. So, But I remember about Title IX, and I remember the things that were very suppressed mm-hmm. for us. And you had to be a leader. You had to push through that in order yeah. to 
or we would still be stuck in the dark. Yeah, absolutely. You were a part of that movement. Thank you. Yeah, well, you're welcome. (laughs) Many, many, many. What was the next thing that you remember was the next Uh, barrier you pushed? uh, The next barrier was when I was showing animals Mm. and uh, cattle and sheep and Mm -hmm. rodeoing. And the next barrier was, you know, there weren't very many women. Mm -hmm. No men, you know, and I'm thinking there was a few and I had a few leaders that I followed. But, uh, you know, there was very few successful ones. Mm-hmm. So I was able to, you know, be top in that so that I would stand out and women yeah. would stand out. Yeah. And uh, the next one was uh, team roping mm-hmm. uh, with horses. And uh, there were very, very few women would rope the head of a steer. Mm. Oh, yeah. So the male that would rope the head and the woman would come behind and just pick up the heels and it would be mm-hmm. all white and fluffy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I reversed that in college in 1970. When was that? Nope, 1980. I reversed that, so 41 years ago. I reversed that. Yeah. State University. And uh, I was roping the head of the steers with this huge horse, monstrous <laughs> horse that all these guys were drooling over. <laughs> They're drooling over this beautiful horse. And uh, and I would just go ripping out there and rope that thing flat and turn that steer around. And my header was a male. And Kurt would come right behind that and pick up the hills. And sometimes my friend Lonnie uh, would too, and it'd be two women. Mm-hmm. And we always got the look because that just didn't happen very often. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. Well, those are real, those are barriers that, uh, hang on, I got. I'm here down in Arizona. district just kicked on. <laughs> no problem. No problem. We can still hear, hear you great. Oh, you can? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, anyway, if you can hear me great, I'll stay out here. But anyway, those are some barriers that uh, I personally broke through because people said that you can't. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. And, uh, but um, I think just uh, I continued really that in the Postal Service. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh, very few women that were excellent bosses. Yep. I had a couple mentors mm-hmm. uh, that, uh, that I remember specifically, and I used to just follow them and see how they did this. Yeah. And, uh, you know, many, many times be the only woman in an entire class of 30 or 40 guys being trained. And so you're just like, okay, well, whatever. you're used to it at that point yeah you stand out you learn to get along with everybody and then yeah some people say you become one of the boys no you just learned how to get along with people yeah you know i love that you didn't need to be little you didn't need to chastise you didn't need to do anything you just don't have need to learn how to get along with everybody yeah that was my thing is that uh even even as a high level postmaster, mm-hmm. working my way up, I always strove to see both sides of it. Yeah, listen to both sides of stories. Listen to both sides of management and the employee. You know, well, what's going on? What's mm-hmm. behind the employee? Why did they act out that way? Yeah, and and don't be so quick to judge. And so I always just uh, made sure every post office I went to it was better. Uh, it was actually, they used me as a cleanup crew. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I'm not surprised. 
<laughs> we were the cleanup crew. <laughs> but, um, you know, we heard very high accolades. Uh, one very large office in Seattle mm -hmm. and the you know, entire western region, which is from the Rockies to the west, mm -hmm. being a local approved office in the entire western region and of every post office. Heck so, yes. <laughs> Yeah, so there's things like that that you just know you've done great. And then yeah. when your employees go at, you know, do their absolute best to make you look good and to make them look good, yeah. you know you've you succeeded. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What are some that you hit on some, some huge golden nuggets. I know those that are listening in the business sector or maybe even from post offices all around the world are uh, leaning into what you just said. What are some uh, maybe strategies that either you created or that you learned along your journey in connecting with people, in hearing both sides? Like what, what are some things that worked really well for you that you can share? You know, I'm going to go back to the basics because it really is, the basics mm -hmm. just listening to both sides yeah and uh and being fair yeah and uh and i always even if i made somebody in higher level management upset <laughs> i would always ask myself if i would be fair to the employee yeah you know um a lot of times money i mean many times money is it mm -hmm. so we talk about is money yeah but you know if you don't have you don't treat employees right um they're not going to be around. It's exactly what's happening right now. Yep. In many, many sectors, employees aren't being treated right. Yep. And they're leaving. Yeah. Or the signs out front that said, forget it. Yeah. And so if I was in management, I would say, how am I treating these employees? Yeah. And why are they leaving? Yeah. You know? That's huge. And so I always attracted employees mm -hmm. to my offices. And they would follow me office to office if they if they were in that area they could and uh and so and it's i learned later it's just the way that i listened the yeah. way i communicated with them yeah and um the way i understood uh, and connected with them went yeah. past the surface level and connected with that way yeah and um you just you know um that's what i always wanted and so i decided instead of waiting for somebody to to treat me like that, I would just go out and do it. I love that. <laughs> Why not be the first? Why not? That's yeah. so powerful. And I remember specifically, I'm trying to remember which year it was because I started with the direct sales in 2015. I want to say it was the following year in 2016 or thereabouts. I remember, do you remember when I came over to your house and you helped me like yeah. break down we were like, I was laser focused. I think I was working at the hospital where this whole move happy thing came along. And it was like after work and you gave of your time to me, you didn't benefit at all financially. You were just like, I'm willing to help you. Let's break it down. And those like key things were so helpful to help me get more organized. Cause being a, a woman that did not come from a business background at all, I just needed someone to just simplify the system for me. You're amazing. <laughs> listening to you. Yes. And that's, that would be an example of taking time out to listen to who you are, yep. what you want, uh, where you're at. Yeah. 
and then seeing what's available for you to achieve what you want. Yeah, 100%. And so with that, I understood a lot of things that were kind of frayed, you know, and that you needed to um, tighten up those loose strings. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, and get them into columns, you know, and yeah. so you could be more focused. Yep. And uh, saw you just grow incredibly, you know, years after that. Yeah. And so I've been, you know, of course. <laughs> Thank you. You definitely helped build that foundation for sure. 100%. Yeah. We're here for really, we're not just here to play golf. And That's right. Like, you know, I watch everybody, you're playing golf and tennis and everything. You know, we're here for relationships. We're here to help each other grow. Yep. We're here to bring, uh, you know, if you so choose, it's your decision to bring more people to the Lord and and uh, and because he's my strength. Yep. Amen. And, uh, you know, I've been road and been drugged in the mud and been drugged, you know, almost I'm knocking on heaven's door now four times. So I've been at all levels. Yeah. You know, in those seven years. And actually, most of my life, really think about it. Yeah. You're such <laughs> a fighter. People have, that's what people have said these last few years. The people I know, you're always so positive and you're always just smiling and just keeping people going. I says, well, that's, I'm an external stimulus. Mm-hmm. I love people. Yes. And I don't, and I, and I run from negativity or I try and turn negativity around. Yes. And Many times I've been able to turn negativity around by just saying, you know, why, what, get to the root. Let's go a, a level deeper. Yeah. Why, why are you like this? You know, why? And let, let's go a little deeper and find out where's the hurt. Because most of us wrapped around hurt. Mm, yes. Pain. Yes. Yeah. And if you can take time away from wherever it is and have peaceful moments with people, whether it's 15 minutes or mm-hmm. however long it is, yeah. then you um, you may be able to help them overcome some of this and have the second half of their life be just, you know, very fruitful, yeah. positive. And they may be able to share that with other people, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Let's talk, let's talk more about your your choice in focus of positivity and flipping the script. What are, what are some key things you can help our listeners with as far as either keeping a positive mindset or if you're in, you know, like a hard situation like you are right now, like keeping your mind on positive things. What are, what are some key things that you do maybe on a daily basis? Well, right now is definitely a struggle from the life here. Yep. Yep. Definitely. I mean, so you see that closing in, and that's that's its own struggle itself. Yeah. But uh, I I now really focus on uh, little the little things that make me happy. Mm-hmm. Like I just put up Christmas lights yesterday. You know? Awesome. Some people say, "Why'd you put up Christmas lights? You only have a week or so left." And I'm like, "Well, first of all." God's going to decide how long, much time I have. Left. That's right. I can't believe anyone would say that to you. Christmas wow. lights make me happy. <laughs> yeah. Christmas lights make me happy. So um, I choose to see Christmas lights make me happy. Yeah. Uh, all the lights around our resort here make me happy. 
And so that's what I do is God and I have a pack. If he wakes me up in the morning, I'll get up and enjoy the best parts of, of, you know, of, of life. Love that. And so even if I'm, um, you know, I'm getting up, I have huge swollen arm. I've got all sorts of, you wouldn't even recognize me here. Mm. And, uh, and, but I get up and, and, and go. Yeah. And even if it's in my slippers and I walk around the patio to watch the golfers, then mm-hmm. that's what I do. And so you just pick out those things that make you happy. Yeah. Um, and write them. Sometimes you just need to write them down. And, uh, and so that you'll recall that. Yeah. And you go, what are the top 10 things that make me happy? I'm just going to write them down. And so decide what those are. Mm-hmm. And if you're in a struggling time, start fixating on those things that make you happy, whether they're your grandkids or buying a, you know, a latte every day or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Love that. And, uh, you know, try and get, use a few things in there that have some depth to them, like mm-hmm. your grandkids or something. Yeah. Kids. But, um, you know, and also talking with people. I just had someone come over here. Had several people today, but uh, someone came over here today that just uh, you know shared some visions, and uh, uh, and it was really nice talking to her because you know she reminded me of all the positive things that I've shared in this resort with the tennis teams and mm. and, uh, and everything. And and I said, you know what? That's that's a good thing for me to write down. Yeah. And uh, so we add a few more things and. And, uh, and, you know, I, I think, uh, if you are a person that can tend to look at negative or mm-hmm. depression or something, you need to make a little more effort on writing the positive side of life down Yeah, because there's so much to offer, you know, there just really is. And if you're single, you don't have any grandkids, you don't have any kids, you know, your family's abandoned you. Uh, you know, the whole works, you know, that's where I'm at. You know, my entire family has abandoned me mm. uh, because of this medical care and all the problems that it created. And, uh, and you know, they, they just can't handle it. Yeah, and, I'm so uh, sorry to hear that. Seeing somebody who's always been so, so strong yeah. Uh, fall. Yeah. And so, you know, and I don't have any grandkids and I'm not married. So I don't have all those things that you can use yeah. on your positive side. Yeah. You know, do you have kids? Do you have a spouse? Do you have grandkids? Do you have you know, the rest of your family? Yeah. Mom and dad. Who do you have? Do you have great friends? Well, I have hundreds and hundreds of fabulous friends. Mm-hmm. And uh, because I did not have the distractions of raising families, I have hundreds of fabulous friends. Yeah. I, maybe a thousand, I don't even know, just hundreds. And, uh, and I've enriched my life with those, with these people. Yeah. And I've uh, been able to go deeper and help people. Yes. Because I didn't have a little kids pulling on my, you know, shirt pockets, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and, you know, we all choose. And, uh, mm-hmm. that's what I chose. Yeah. You know, and so, uh, now my friends are coming to me. And helping me out. I love that. Well, you definitely deserve that. You definitely deserve lots of love right now. Lots of lots of friends coming over as long as you want them there. (laughs) 
and uh, it's those who who say yes to the good Lord and with Jesus Christ as their Savior will have eternal life. And that's not just cliche; it's it's real. Yeah. And so eternal life is what I connect to with yeah. no pain. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And you know, and those are those are what I stay focused on right now is is the simple little things like the palm trees and the sunset in the back. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and when I wake up in the morning and I look up and I go, oh, wow, okay, here we go, Lord. <laughs> Here's another day. Yeah. Help me get through it. <laughs> yeah. Wow. But I know, you know, I, I know I'm short with uh, everything I have going on in my body. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but, uh, you know, you just, it's hard, you, you can use it, it's hard to come to terms with, but you just kind of have to go hour by hour, day by day. And yeah. When you wake up, that's when you wake up. Yeah. You're such a beautiful soul. I'm so grateful to have met you and to know you. I really mean that from the bottom of my heart. What? You too. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> And to watch you continue this is, is uh, puts a smile on my face. Mm, yay. <laughs> yay. <laughs> so um, I always love to close out the show with just kind of an impromptu question. And I mean, obviously we've, we've dove in real deep in the depths of, of life and purpose and whatnot. Is there anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners that I didn't ask you? Uh, everybody's struggling. It seems like everybody's struggling across the world right now mm-hmm. in one way or another, and they're not used to it. They've had the carpet ripped out from underneath them for yeah. many different reasons. And, uh, you know, they're still struggling to stay positive, to stay happy, and, mm-hmm. you know, to keep their family alive and everything yeah. else. You know, just um, I think the main thing is that, uh, you know, this is all intentional. Everything is intentional. Mm. And so everything, nothing is by fluke. There mm. is one being that knows what's going on, and that's God. Yeah. It's Jesus Christ. They know, he knows what's going on. He's orchestrated it. And until, if you don't want a life that's just floating, and kind of floating in a little, you know, it's... Some people say that right now is not a very happy time to live. Well, right now is right now. Yeah. And uh, is it going to get better? Doubt it. Um, maybe in your world, maybe in you know somebody else's world, but only momentary. Yeah. Really. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's infinity. It's forever that you need to focus on. Yeah. Where are your kids? Where are your grandkids? Where are their minds? And and to make sure that they're all in heaven with you. Because that's where the glory is. Yeah. Yep. And it's forever. And it's no pain. It's everybody's got all their appendages. It's, it's you know, it's a beautiful yeah. forever. And that's, to me, is where people need to focus on, in my opinion. Because I've seen a lot. I've gone through a lot. And, uh, you know, that's where I'm down to bringing people to the Lord and bringing it at their pace. You know? Yeah. 
Amen. I'm right there with you, sister. And the pace may be help I need now, or mm -hmm. well, can we talk again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, everybody on their time. Yeah. That's so beautiful. And I hope. But, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say, I hope that those that are listening right now really heard what you said in these last few moments, because that's really what's most important is thinking long term. Having a bad day where someone cut you off on the side of the road or your boss yelled at you, those are small issues, you know, going through a divorce or, you know, dying, it's one of your team members dying overseas, battle buddies, you know, it sucks. It's hard. It's tough. But think about what happens when you're gone. Where are you going to go? Yeah. What footprint are you leaving? Yeah. What are people going to say about you yeah. when you're gone? Yeah. Yeah. And it's really, uh, there's, there's, you know, it signs up on the wall. I talk about your pictures on the wall. Talks about your footprint. Yeah. But you should take time to to read what they'll say because it's very true. And in my path, I could say that that uh, I never planned anybody to ever listen or follow or anything. I just was always determined to be a leader. Yeah. And uh, you know, then found Christ through being a leader. And uh, know that uh, there's so much more emphasis and importance to being a leader uh, with Christ, for Christ. Yeah. And uh, you bring so many more people to to um, peaceful life. Yeah. And understanding and seeing the big picture. You know, because that, that is the big picture. That sky above us is not just for flying airplanes. That's right. Above us just says that we are so small. Yeah. We are just small. And uh, look at this. And uh, we need to just look at that sky and just say that's forever. God's up there and I'm going to my Grammy and going to my grandpas and my uncles and all those people that love me and helped me grow up and helped mold me. Yeah. And, uh, where you need to focus on is that big beautiful picture start slowing down the life a little bit mm -hmm. start appreciating the things that you have yeah best part of my life when i got rid of hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of farm equipment and animals uh -huh. and came down to a simple little and lots of acreage it came down to a simple little 700 square foot house mm -hmm. cabana on a golf course with I could pack everything up in a 12 foot trailer. Yeah. That's a huge shift. <laughs> huge. Yeah, huge shift as huge. opposed to four semis coming down. You know? Yeah. <laughs> that's a big shift in one year. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's huge. It's huge. So, you know, it made my life simple. Took away all the distractions. Yeah. And once we take those things away or deal with them appropriately and put them in their place, we can focus on God because that's forever. Amen. Amen. I thank you so much. Sir. Thank you so much. This has been a beautiful time. Mm. Yes, with you too. 
All right, that's a wrap, folks. I hope that we added value to you today. If we did and you learned something or you're going to change something in your life, I'd love to hear about it. Um, Please share with Move Happy. Tag us on social media or you can email me directly if you prefer to keep it private. Um, If you do want to tag us on social media, take a screenshot of a certain part that really stood out to you and maybe write a couple sentences of how you're going to apply it to your life to live the life of your dreams. Um, On Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, you can tag us the little at sign the real move happy that's t-h-e-r-e-a-l-m-o-v-e-h-a-p-p-y on snapchat the little at sign the move happy t-h-e-m-o-v-e-h-a-p-p-y on twitter you can tag us at move happy team t-e-a-m um, LinkedIn, you can tag me, Erin Nicole, CEO and founder of Move Happy. And I do have a business page as well. Um, you can tag, it's the little at sign move and then hyphen or the little dash happy. Um, you'll see the purple and gray or lavender and gray logo and the little registered circle above the Move Happy name. That's the correct one. There's a couple other business names out there, but I am the one that's trademarked. Um, And for those of you that are regularly listening to the show, I am doing a fun listening room experience. Um, Once we hit the milestone of 10,000 downloads, I will be orchestrating a private intimate um, concert, if you will. It's a very intimate setting, kind of like if you're not familiar with listening room experience, uh, what they do in... Uh, celebrity musician land, uh, we'll call it quote-unquote Hollywood land, they actually will release music first to each other to get honest feedback from professional to professional. Um, And that's the kind of thing that I want to offer my VIP fans. So those of you that are regularly listening to the show, helping us um, increase the downloads, uh, sharing the content of Move Happy and really applying it, demonstrating that I'm actually doing something in this world and I'm actually making a difference. So those of you that are helping me build out this brand and this this big global purpose of helping to end uh, depression globally, uh, not in my lifetime, but eventually in generations to come, perhaps we can completely get rid of depression's power and depressive ideations, uh, suicidal ideations and things like that. Um, so you can check this 24-7 to see at any time during the day where our downloads are at. If you go to themovehappy.podbean, that's P as in Paul, O as in Oscar, D as in Durango, <laughs> B as in Bravo, E as in Echo, A as in Alpha, N as in Nancy.com. And uh, that's where the downloads are at. I'm going to do a real quick check while we're live on here. One second. And I'm pulling it up right now. And we are at 2,927 downloads. So we've got just under 3,000 humans. I don't pay for bots or fake downloads or pay for ads. This is literally word of mouth growth. So I'm really grateful for the almost 3,000 of you that are listening um, as of Friday, December 3rd, 2021, 7.01 p.m. So let's definitely um, share with three friends if you can or more. And we will triple that number uh, next week if if um, everyone that's uh, listened to one episode 
shares it with three people. We'll get to that goal real quick. And then I'll send those invites out to you guys. Um, another way to help boost the visibility is to write a review on iTunes. Um, of course, five stars will, <laughs> will make it look really good. Uh, but it also, uh, when you when you like it, <clears throat> it does something to the AI algorithms. I don't fully understand it, but that's what I was told. It helps to increase visibility, get you to the top charts, and then iTunes will start sharing it on your behalf. Um, so I'm grateful for all of you guys. Uh, most importantly, don't forget to tell someone you love them today. See you next week.